Hey, you are listening to the Grumpy Guy BJJ podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? Got to take care of a few things before we jump into this week's episode. First, our ramping isometrics for BJJ program. It is a 12-week program all laid out for you. It's going to help you build strength and cardio in the fastest, safest, and most convenient way possible. This is how James and I have been training for the past year, and we love it. So we put this program together so you can just follow along, and we are certain you will see and feel the benefits that we do. It's only 15 bucks. Just go to GrumpyGuyBJJ.com, click the drop-down menu in the upper right-hand corner, and you'll find it. Next, R3. Is this is our K2 D3 supplement. It is a combination combination of those two vitamins D3 and K2. These are two vitamins that James and I have been taking for a long time that really help us recover from hard training sessions. And for only 15 bucks with free shipping, you get a whole month supply. I was going to pull up some studies explaining the benefits of D3 and K2, but I'm not going to insult your intelligence and pretend to be a fucking scientist. I take it it helps me recover. That's it. So for 15 bucks, check it out. And last but certainly not least, we have partnered up with Dejitsu.com. They have a ton of awesome BJJ instructionals, and they have hooked us up with a discount code for our listeners. It's Grumpy10. So what you got to do is you go to Dejitsu.com, which is D-I-G-I-T-S-U.com. Find the instructionals you want, throw them in a shopping cart, in the little discount code box, you type in Grumpy10, which is just G-R-U-M-P-Y, and the number 10, one zero. That's it. No spaces. Boom. You get 10% off. You're up and running. They got a nice app you can download on your phone. That way you can take your instructions right to the gym with you, watch the technique, drill it. It's a pretty sweet setup. So once again, D-I-G-I-T-S-U.com, discount code Grumpy10, G-R-U-M-P-Y, one zero. Simple as that. To find all this stuff I just got done talking about, go to our website, grumpyguybjj.com. Click the drop-down menu in the upper right-hand corner. There, you'll subscribe to our newsletter for podcast updates. You'll find links for the Ramping ISOs program, the R3 Recovery Supplement, and then under the Programs and Products tab, you'll find a link to dejitsu.com. And let's be honest, if you guys can't figure out how to navigate a website by now, there's nothing I can do to help you. So quit fucking around. Check it out, train hard, and let's get into this week's episode. And Boo. There we go. Boo. Boo. I like boo better. Here we go. Here we are. Hi. Back again with the majority the, of the Wilson pack. We got the whole the, the crew. We got the dog puppy and the human puppy here. We got Ajax, Aka, Rob, Dad, and me. Yep. yep. Back for another another grumpy guy podcast. Mm-hmm. And you got a Pokemon for our Pokemon update. Yep. <laughs> Jax is like, what is going on over here? Oh, sniffing the that's microphone. That's probably going to be some cool really audio. Good. <laughs> if somebody's listening to us with the headphones on, they're going to hear that big dog sniff. In the car, you might not hear it, but if you got headphones on, you're yeah. going to hear that one. That'll be a good one. All right, so who do we got? Um, a Bulldor. A Bulldor? What does Bulldor do? He does headbutt and rock curl. Ooh, sweet. I like those. Those are two good attacks. Mm-hmm. Headbutts are underrated, as Mark Kerr yep. demonstrated. On the bottom of Rock. Mark Coleman. On the bottom of They both were. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was definitely one of Coleman's go-tos. Yeah. Just get inside somebody's clothes guard, not pass it, and just yeah. headbutt the heck headbutt out of them. Shit out of them, yeah. All right, sorry, buddy. We yes. interrupted. 
and on the bottom of Rocker, it says, this attack's damage isn't affected by resistance. Ooh, you can't resist it. It does, but it does not have any resistance. Mm. It's a um, rock type. It has 110 hit points. It evolves from Raganrua, I think. Sure. Your guess is probably better than mine, to be honest with you. Its weakness is grass type. It does 20 more damage. Um, and the huh. things, and it's uncommon. The, the thing says, it explores caves in search of underground water. It is not com comfortable with around water, so this Pokemon takes great care of its lapping. Hold on. Lapping it up, I don't, that doesn't make sense. Lapping it up, that means drinking it up. Lapping it's like what dogs do with their tongue. Mm. It's not comfortable on water, so this Pokemon takes great care in lapping it up. Huh. So it sounds like he has to find underwater reservoirs where he feels very safe to mm -hmm. slowly lap ow, it up because he doesn't like water in general. But he's... He's allergic. His his uh, thing is grass types. His weakness. Not surprising. When you think of it's a, a little rock, con contradictory. A boulder. Yeah, yeah. He's afraid of water, uh -huh. but his weakness is grass types, and he's a he's a rock type. I would think the water would be his weakness. Yeah. But yeah. but grass types. Uh, if it's like uh, but grass types are wet like leaves that's true that's true i can see that there's some some moisture involved with grass types <laughs> mm -hmm. but usually water is uh what takes out rocks man just all those all these canyons and stuff around here these are all washed out by water over eons at least that's what the scientists tell us according to the bible god made it what are you doing man why would you do that Okay, well, that's not all right. If you're going to be in here, you can't do stuff like that, all right? Okay. So, you don't need to mess with the computer for any reason. All right? Okay. So, um, anyways, anything else? What else did you do? You got or you, did, you got two things this week, or did two things. Or you did one thing and got one thing. What did you do? You learned how to... Come on, man! You show me the video. Swim. Yeah. yeah. I learned how to swim. Learned how Heck to swim. Heck yeah, man! And I got to watch called a Fitbit. Yep. You did. You got a Fitbit Ace Two for kids. It's pretty cool. Yep. It can set an alarm and a countdown timer. So like last night, we said you got to be home. You know, seven thirty. You need to come home. Mm -hmm. And so he set the alarm on it himself and showed up a little after seven thirty. That's pretty sweet. It was pretty sweet. So, and he's kicking all our butts in the step challenge. That does not surprise me. <clears throat> well, he goes over to his friend's house and jumps on trampolines, and it's like, I think he gets a step for that every racks jump. That racks him up, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can rack up some jumps pretty quickly when it's, you're... It's funny how many trampolines I've been d delivering during this pandemic. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Dude, I always remember, remember that Simpsons, where he got the free one from, uh, who did he get it from, Krusty? Yeah. Yeah. And he, and he uh, took it home. And everyone got hurt on it, 
And then he tried to take it back to Krusty and say he didn't want any more. And he shows up and Krusty just got a shotgun. He's like, keep on driving. <laughs> He's like, that's why I gave it away in the first place, motherfucker. Now you know. Now you know. But not, they're really, they're totally different now. Like when we were kids, dude, those things were dangerous. Like they didn't have, now they've, they've got like netting around them. And, and they, they don't have any of the metal bars and the holes oh, really? exposed. No way, dude. I, mean, I guess I haven't seen, I mean, I've delivered quite a few, but I don't pay no, attention to the package. No, 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 I just assume a trampoline is a trampoline. No. It's got a frame with a bunch of springs and a canvas. No, they're totally, they're different oh, safety yeah. things and now, that- which is good. Cause I wouldn't want him just like the way that they jump, like they like they go for it. Dude, he's you, like, the move dude, is we you, get fucking people would get fucked up on those things. Like if I was to in a perfect world, if I was to put one in for a kid or something, you know, if I had the means and the, the yard space, is to dig a hole and sink it down mm. in. You see a few houses like that, yeah, where they sit, they sink it down in, so that the trampoline is pretty much ground level. Yeah, I mean, that's are good though. They keep you from. Hitting the ground, period. I mean, they're obviously not meant for you to mosh pit in, right. I don't think. So if you got kids that are trying to, like, kill each other, oh, yeah, the we, ground level would probably still be a good idea. Yeah, we, we played some interesting games. I won't discuss them right now on the trampoline. Zeke practices his front flips. Yeah. You getting good at them? Yeah, Aerials. I can. Some, sometimes I actually front flip and then land it like this. Nice. That's the goal, to flip and land on the feet. Yeah, I'm like... He was trying to do a, his first couple dive attempts were front flips off of the diving board. And yeah, no, eventually no. he got it. I was just trying to do dives. I know, but when you he over-rotated a little bit, probably from your trampoline experience. But you got to figure it out there at the end. You're doing some good dives and some mm-hmm. good cannonballs. Mm-hmm. I'm still super good at um, front flips on the trampoline, but... I'm, but I can do dives really good too. Nice. All right, man. Sounds good. Cool. Bye, I guess. Yeah. Why? Why do you need to come back? You have your spot, man. You're not supposed to leave it. You seem to be getting bored. So, yep. We'll talk to you here in, uh, in a little bit. Bye. <laughs> All right, buddy. Stop. All right, dude. I know, we need the fly swatter in here. We do. Right. Holler at Z. Okay. <laughs> hey, Z, bring me the fly swatter. Thank you. Swatter. I'm not... We fed those bugs today, man. We don't need to feed them again. I just need to kill this fly. <laughs> Usually I try to catch the flies because it's way more satisfying to feed them the mantis. Yeah, I, I see meat. that. Yeah. This one just needs to die. Yeah, man. Thank you. Oh, man. Sweet. Yeah. He needs to get back into school. He needs some kid interaction. He's an yeah. interesting... He's fired. He's pretty feisty today. Dude, he's been feisty for a while yeah. now. Yeah. It's like... It's just weird, man. They all want to find out where the boundaries are. And it's like, why? Like, why do you want to see how far... Like... What you can get away with. Yeah, what you can get away with. But I used to do it too, so... Hey, we, keep, all, we all did. I keep it all... I keep that in mind. So... That's tough. I'm... <laughs> it's, gotta, it's not an easy thing, man. I uh, see little snippets into the Wilson world here and there. And dude, yeah. The thing with the puzzle this morning is funny. I'm like, come over and I'm like, what are you doing? What is this? Is like, what? Ah, like, what is I going tried on? to direct it. It was too late. Yeah. I mean, 
he started moving them. I'm like, hey, man, you shouldn't set that there in here. Yeah, <laughs> his hubris is uh, um, gets him. He knows what to do. Like, that was actually my instructions to him going into the swim class. Because if there was one way he was going to mess it up, was going to walk in there going, I know what to do. I know what's going on. I'm, you know what I mean? Like, having any of that. And he usually doesn't. It's, it's you know, that there is something to having someone besides you teach mm-hmm. your kids something. Because they do have a different attitude. It's maddening as that is but uh so i told him i was like man just make sure you go in and you're just like hey you listen to the instructor and you do what he says and everything will be good and yeah he did a real good job with that but that's when he gets himself in trouble when he's pretty darn sure he knows what's going on and then uh that's a mosquito we had a mosquito and a fly torturing us man get that bad boy yeah die motherfucker oh pinch you just to finish you off so, but, uh, anyways, anyways, man, killing bugs. Yeah. Finding every, we got to hunt down bugs for those. Cause I got a praying mantis now and a jumping spider to feed. So and we were watching the jumping spider try to get that fly this morning. That was pretty cool. I've never seen that firsthand. Oh no, no, no. I mean, I've never captured a spider. Oh yeah. Well, that's why we cut it. that damn you know, thing. That's dude. pretty cool. That's the first time I've seen it. Yeah. He didn't quite get it. He will. That was yeah. like, dude, he's quick. Yeah. And he jumps just like his name entails. Yeah. Sh- sh- they're little hunters, name, man. Yeah. yeah. They're they're ruthless little hunters. And they'll, yeah, just fucking pounce on whatever and then drag it back to the nest and then drop it. That's why all the carcasses are right there. Because he catches it or she catches it and then drags it back and then drops them. There's a little drop hole out of the bottom of the web house that she built hmm. so nature's pretty interesting nature's brutal, man dude fuck yeah nature's very brutal yeah told you about that mantis man getting that cricket like that yeah. was ruthless he just cut his legs off and started eating them from the butt first and the cricket's just like it's like dude come back and just the head's left it's <laughs> dark yeah then i put another cricket in there and the thing's running around the cage and comes across the other cricket head you know, I don't know if it means anything to it or not, but you got to figure, like, there's got to be some sense of this can't be good This can't for be me. good. Like, huh, here's here's my buddy Jack, and all I see is his head. Saw him yesterday. And he had a lot more than a head. Yeah, it's just a head. What happened? Is this, you know, you wonder, can bugs reason that out? Like, can they sense that, like, I don't think they can reason it out, but you got to wonder if they... If that implies doom to them, like, yeah. oh, this my buddy got jacked. I need to get out of here. Yeah, do they realize? Do they realize? Like, oh, this is, do they have, like, yeah. Yeah, I yeah you wonder if they're you able wonder. to. If, I, I bet you would have to reason that just from a survival standpoint that they would see that and be like, okay, this. There has to be some signal that this something. isn't the place to be. This isn't the place to be. Yeah. yeah. You would think. I just think. just from a survival yeah. thing. Yeah, got to be something, something. that Who triggers knows? that. But, yeah, anyways, then he tried to hide, and the mantis got him anyways. So There's not a lot of hiding places in that little <laughs> I know. Net I need to get a bigger thing. one just for the mantis. It's getting so big. But, yeah, dude, watching praying mantises eat, that is... I remember as a kid, I caught one or two, and watching those things eat grasshoppers and crickets. Mm-hmm. Just like, this is gnarly, dude. The little mouth is just moving, and the fucking bug is disappearing into it. It's like, whoa. Those, those things are so weird. They're like aliens. Looking at yeah. it, like how they, because you look at it, it doesn't look like it would be a robust, tough insect. You know what I mean? It no, not like, particularly. No, you just look at it and you're yeah. like, yeah, that thing probably eats grass. You know what I mean? They, yeah, it just it's probably just cruising around eating grass. It gets stepped on by something and that's a wrap. Yeah. Oh no, 
That thing is a predator. <laughs> yes. That thing is slaying shit. Have you? I've seen videos of those things jacking hummingbirds. Really? Yeah. Some of the big ones, huh? Big ones, yeah. yeah. I believe it. Yeah. Those things just, they'll go for it. Yeah. I mean, they got those two big giant claws, or your snapper things, whatever you want to call them, mm. on the front. Those things are, are, they have one purpose in life. There's no other reason Kill you got two big giant claws that pull directly to your carnivorous mouth. Kill and eat, buddy. <laughs> like, yeah. You got to appreciate the simplicity of a life like that. You do. You do. Although, I've thought, like, man, if I had released this prey mantis out, like, I'm, it's, I've got it in a cage. You know, on some level, things, you know, meant for bigger things in a cage. But the odds are that thing would have gotten jacked by now. Like, oh, yeah, I can't imagine your lifespan is yeah, very long. The big there. ones are the, like, it's a, it's a small percentage. Right. They're like the black belts. <laughs> it's just like fucking jujitsu, man. There's a giant feeder system of white belts at the bottom. Few people make it to black belt. And, uh, yeah, they're the ones you see. You don't realize what a small percentage of the population they represent. But, uh, yeah. I know, same with spiders, man. Sometimes you see some big-ass spiders, and I'm just like... I've had, a, like, a black widow or two that, I mean, I know one in particular, like, I caught and, like, went and let go because the thing was so fucking big. Whew. I was like... But it was, like, respect, mm -hmm. you know? Like, like you've man, survived this you, long. I'm yeah, not... dude, that would be so... It would be so stupid for me to, like... Step on it. Especially if I can, right? Mm -hmm. if, if I have to, yeah. Like, I'm not going to put my kid or somebody at risk over it, but if I can... Like, yeah, that thing deserves at least a chance, a fighting chance out in nature versus, like, me going, oh, there's the end of your fucking run, buddy. Mm -hmm. So, or maybe that would have been the merciful thing to do. Maybe fucking five minutes later, a bird's eating him. Hey. Going, like, <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Not in nature. Don't, man. <laughs> so. So this essential grappler hat yes. that you're sporting. Yes, yes. Have you heard of this? No, I have not. I hadn't heard of it either. This showed up in my BJJ box. It's a very like dad esque hat. That is what it is. It's a dad hat. Okay. For sure. For yep. sure. It's it's even said it. Oh, the, did it? It's that's, a dad that's hat. the style. I didn't realize a dad hat was a style. I, well, it makes perfect sense because when you put that on, you're just like, oh, okay, yeah, that's like a dad hat. Yeah. You might as well slap on some New Balances. Spend the day at Bed Bath and Beyond. I can, yeah. I'm in my wife's purse. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this one though has essential grappler on it, and essential is in quotation marks. I'm not sure exactly why. But my Keely says she gets it, but I figure like the message is like you're supposed to be an essential grappler because the whole thing is like, oh, only essential businesses and essential this and essential that. And uh, you know, we've talked about several times like, man, jujitsu's in this weird spot. Like, we are on the fucking way outside looking in mm -hmm. on all this shit and trying to be like, hey, you know, what we do is important too for people and, and shit. And so, yeah, apparently this essential grappler thing is something like I just, uh, a few people That is literally the first I've ever seen of it coming over your house and seeing you wearing that stupid Yeah, hat. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Me too. That's why I wear it around because I like to expose people to it and be like, hey, are you, are you aware of the essential grappler movement? So most people aren't, which tells me that just more and more people are not paying attention to social media shit. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Not, it's There's not nothing positive to be to be had from it. It's, it's, you know, I've preached this almost since we've been started this stupid podcast and how ridiculous I think social media is. Oh. Oh, no, I'm just looking to see. I thought I heard 
Someone trying to get in here? I thought it was a dog. Yeah. Was it? Oh, so yes. Yeah, so, and but now more than ever, man, just like media as a whole and then social media, it's just so dude, it's so divisive and ridiculous right now. And yeah. Our, our world is in a weird place, man. Yeah. Hey, there's none of us can predict where it's gonna go, what's gonna happen. Like for, I don't know why, but it's I mean, we've gone through some strange times before, but shit's really fucking squirrely right now. It is, man. Yeah, it is. And so and I think the whole, I don't know what the answer with social media and the online thing is, but uh, yeah, it is, it's influencing things in, in a non-positive direction. Mm-hmm. You'd be hard to find, like, I don't know who, like, who says that it isn't? You know what I mean? Like that's that's the weird thing. Like who says that it isn't what? That it isn't uh, <clears throat> influencing things in a non-positive direction. Like who says like oh no this is positive this is fucking awesome. Like what's going on in social media is like you know uh, awesome. Like probably Mark Zuckerberg and well even the they though that... because on some level like they have you know it's the stories of, of they have uh, you know like just regular flip phones and stuff like. Like, they even take measures to protect themselves from... Because they understand, like... The oh, this of it, yeah. Yeah, this, is, this shit is designed to do a certain thing. And, and so I have to take steps to make sure it doesn't do that to me, which is... Again, that's like Congress saying, oh, we're going to pass Obamacare, but we don't have to be fucking under it. It's like, wait a minute, what, motherfucker? If it, like, if you... Like, you can't... T- yeah, anyways. <clears throat> it's, uh... So... Like I know they're out there, but I don't talk to them. I don't know them. Like the people that I listen to, uh, you know, I mean, mainly listen to like you know Joe Rogan and fucking Matt Burn podcast and you know a few others here and there. But like I haven't heard anyone who's like, oh no, you look at society today and it's fucking awesome, and it's all thanks to social media. <laughs> like I don't know what these people are talking about. So like it's it's this weird thing. It's like. everyone knows that the emperor is naked but everyone just keeps fucking going along with it because they don't want to be the one who's left out you know because everyone is still on it you know what I mean it's this weird thing where like it's become this part of our our fabric of of our social life and, and interacting with people even though we know it's fucking super toxic everyone knows it's super toxic but everyone's afraid to pull away from it because like the fear of missing out, the fear of missing out, and and like you you are out outside of things because you know like the essential grappler thing. It's like you know if you're not online, you're not gonna know what that is. And so if you live in an area where everyone else is like, oh yeah, essential grappler, man, it's a fucking thing, and you're like, I don't know what the fuck this is. Like, what are you talking about? Like, there's a feeling, there's a, there's a weird psychology that keeps us doing things that aren't necessarily good for us because they. Uh, they got their claws into us yeah but they keep us in the tribe they keep us in the fucking feeling like we're part of the group and so there's this weird thing like the group is just all accepted that we're going to feel this way and it's it's weird like that's what's the weird thing to me you know like everyone knows this is negative but we've all just kind of accepted on some weird level that we're just going to kind of accept it and, and, and this is just the way things are and because I'm not going to stop doing it and my neighbor, he's not going to stop doing it. And the reason he's not going to stop doing it is because this other guy's not going to stop doing it. And he has an advantage, you know, whether it's business and you're advertising on it or it's, you know, keeping up to date on shit, whatever it is, there is some small advantage. Like that's the weird thing. Like how do you, how do you parse out the good stuff 
with and get rid of the bad stuff because <clears throat> right now it's like the bad stuff is like 90 95 percent and it's like the fucking ratio is so off yeah though and i mean again i don't fuck with it obviously and the only positive i can see from it i mean i could stretch and probably come up with some other positives but the only benefit or positive i can see from it is from a business standpoint you know like you know like yourself you run an online business so yeah. you, you're going to use it. it it's a tool you're going to use yeah and that makes perfect sense. Wait, if you take that out of it, like, what the fuck's it for? Yeah. On some level, like, you know, Kelly's one of the weird uh, ex- exceptions. Like, she actually represents what this stuff was supposed to do. Because she's from Hawaii. Like, she, and, and she has a lot of close friends there. She has family there. And so she is able to keep up with them through social media. Mm-hmm. And so like for me, it's like she, you know, she uses it and she's on it. And, uh, and, and more than like what I would say would be good if you were just using it as normal. But like, because she is, she does have this connection and, and is using it like that. So like I said, there is, there is that. And for some people, again, like that is a legitimate thing. But for most people, that's not it. You know, like they use, they, a lot of people will use that as the excuse and yeah. they spend yes. 5% of their yes. time staying connected with loved ones and the other 95% of the time just filling the brain with junk. <laughs> I'd say like 99 yeah. to one, man. Yeah, you're probably like, right. honestly, I, I, I think that it's the, it's the junk and the arguing and like the, all the other stuff. Dude, speaking that of that, over man, and we're like, going down this weird, like political social rabbit hole. So they... Because media itself, not even social media, but media, you know, the news, it's really dividing our country right now, man. Yeah. It's, it's, and it's getting worse and worse. And, dude, like, I, don't, I don't see where it's going. I don't know where it's going to go. But, yeah, man. Yeah, I start thinking about it. I get overwhelmed just like, because it's, it's so negative. And I, I seen they passed a bill in, um, I think it was North Carolina or South Carolina. You know, some sort of reparations checks. Dude. Well, it's not reparations checks. I don't think so. I had, I didn't... From what I understand, it's basically what they are calling investment in these in these poorer areas. Okay. Reparations. Okay, so they're not actually handing out checks. No, they're not handing out checks. Because I... Oh, that's just, so that's where I was going. I got concerned because this is this the point I was trying to make is that the media is dividing us, man. And they're... they're labeling everything as racist like everything yeah and dude i'm i i mean we don't see it around here you know we don't hang out with any racist people you know what i mean so like but you see it just maybe from this, everyone's racist and so <laughs> we don't realize i'm just fucking yeah yeah but, but according to like these new standards that we are all yeah that's why we don't see it is because we're, we're all so part racist. of the fucking problem but like so the country's kind of getting divided anyways and then if they were to stand up, start handing out reparations checks, no, checks, yeah. that's going to divide. The, that's going to you're going to take some, you know, middle aged white blue collar dude that never really you know considered himself racist, but he's just doing his own thing. But then he starts looking at things like, wait a second, man, I'm out here struggling to make my ends meet and do my thing, and all of a sudden these you know all these other people are getting checks. Yeah, that's going to push people. That's going to divide the country even more if they yeah. start doing shit like that. No, I know. And so I, dude, I really yeah. hope because I put that into the category to like the government will do a lot of things with good intentions. Yeah, and they don't look long term. It's always these short term answers. 
and they don't look at the other the secondary and tertiary effects of what it's going to do. And if they start doing that, it's going to divide it even more. Yeah, and no. it's like fuck, dude. So I, well, I feel like though, even just calling it that makes it divisive. It is because it, that's hey, man. Like I don't know. Like I see what they're saying. Like you know, because there is that argument. I and I in general agree with it that you have these areas that are. You know, it's it's poverty, right? It's not just color, but the thing is, you have a lot of people in that area that are, you know, minority or black or whatever. So it it, it comes down on on those lines um, as well. But yeah, you do. You have these areas, and they're for whatever reason have been systematically or or whatever just overlooked, and and it's hard to like how do you get that out, right? You don't need to invest everything equally. Like you've got an area of town that's like doing really well, and you know, has a bunch of fucking money and, and all this stuff. And it's like, well, you know, can we, why, why do we need to invest more as much money there as we do here? Right? Like we need to invest money more where it's needed. And it's like, it's, it's, you know, I, I hate to say it like Joe Rogan's got a good point. It's like, if you really want to make America great, less losers, less losers, man. And, and, and so how do you create less losers? And, and like that mindset and that philosophy starts to lead you towards some of these answers. Right. And, and <clears throat> less losers is, not necessarily the same thing as, as being fair, like, or equal. You know right. what I mean? And that's where it gets tough because people see, like, well, why is this area of town getting more, you know, attention? And because uh, that's not equal. You know, we've talked about it with the homeless problem. Like, if they actually spent the money on the people that actually needed it and stopped handing it out equally, you'd have less people. You'd, you'd, you'd do way more for the homeless problem than you do with the way it is now where you have people who are taking advantage of it mm-hmm. on one end and then you have people who can't actually get the degree of help that they need on the other and all in the name of fucking fairness, right? And so, you you know, you, you like, that's where like we have to have a, a conversation as a country and or whatever and say like, look, for we're too fucking focused on this fair thing and it's not even fair, right? Because why is... Why is that person, just playing like devil's advocate here, but why is that person going to get upset because they send out reparations checks, but he's not going to get as upset because they're sending checks to bail out fucking banks and, and mm-hmm. you know, hedge funds and all these things. It's the same shit. You're taking their money and you are giving it to someone else because you have deemed them needy of it. And so, you know, like that is where, you know, does government even need to do that in the first place? Right, like there, there's a fucking conversation that needs mm-hmm. to be had, and so, and, and but anyways, like, but calling it reparations creates this divisiveness yep. instead of just saying like, look, man, we're going to invest in our less fortunate areas and bring them up because we recognize, you know, just you know, whatever. But like, as soon as you put the word reparations on it, and it's a whole different view. Yes, there's an acknowledgement of like racism and, and slavery and all of these things. That's like, you know, man, what. I mean, even if it's 1% true, like what positivity does it bring to have that there, right? It, it doesn't. It, it doesn't. It doesn't at all. It does way more damage and it does good. Did you, a lot of these ideas were discussed. Did you listen to Ben Shapiro? Yes. On Joe Rogan? I did. I did, you, man. I, I really liked about a lot about what he said. And it's funny. It's almost like he couldn't get Joe to see his side. He did a little bit. But basically, like sum up what Ben Shapiro is saying, he's like, it's personal responsibility. Right. We, but how do we instill that? And, and that's what Joe kept going back to. Like, okay, 
people learn by the, the tribe and the, and the community they're in. So how do we... It, it's a difficult problem. There's no, like, super clear-cut answer. No. And... But a lot of it is, man. And I've thought a lot about this with all this shit going on. You know, and all these protests and, and a lot of this just craziness. Dude, I it's such a lack of personal responsibility in our culture. And the effects, I think I've said it on here before, but we're starting to see the effects of this uh, participation trophy generation. That's what I really think. Yeah. Because that, that negates personal responsibility too. And and Ben Shapiro touched on that too. You know, he used the jump jump shot ex- example. You know, like if you go out and play basketball and you suck at jump shots, you know it doesn't do the kid any good. Like, hey, you want to make the team, you got to get better at jump shots. But you know what? Your dad sucked at jump shots. Your uncle sucked at it. Your grandpa sucked at it. Whatever on down the line. Yeah, it's going to discourage the kid from trying hard and making better for himself. Yeah. You're not doing anybody any service by saying, hey, you know what? You're fucked no matter what. Yeah, just continue to just, point this out. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, you're screwed no matter what. There's no hope for you. Yeah. Just give up. Yep. That's not good for anybody, man. Like, no. you, you want to. So there's no point in, like, it's, God, it goes back to personal fucking responsibility, man. I've, I've preached that forever. It's just take care of yourself. You know, like, like Pimentas told us, you know, worry about yourself. Yeah, everybody's sounds, just worried about themselves. Everybody would get better. Exactly. <laughs> it sounds so simplistic and so like just assholeish, but it's the truth, man. Yeah. There's you can you can worry about yourself and still look out for one another. You don't have to be just a self-contained asshole. But yeah, man, fucking quit blaming other people for your shit. Yeah. You know, it's you got to step up, and if your life sucks, fucking try your best to fix it. Yeah. That's the. I think the point of understanding history is to see the patterns, learn the lessons that you need to move forward from it, not right. to place blame. Exactly. And that, and that's the problem. It's like yes, we do need to acknowledge that these things happen. We do need to understand what's going on, but the point of it is so we can understand what we need to do different moving forward, right. not to place blame. Okay. Just, yeah. Exactly. So. Oh yeah. We do. Oh, let's. I mean, if there's like something that comes out that like, oh, this was like some true systematic, like, you know, that, 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 that example was in Baltimore or what? Red, red lining. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like stuff, if something comes out like that, yes, you do need to place blame. If you find people who are, who are guilty of doing things, they need to face blame and be called out for it. But to just place blame on an entire fucking group or just like, doesn't correct people in general, just it doesn't fucking help anything. No. Nothing at all. And it's like, and, and we're not learning the lessons. We're not moving forward. And you can't ignore that that shit happened. Like, if you make a mistake, just ignoring that it happened and then moving forward, you're going to make the same mistake. You have to acknowledge the mistake. Yeah. And then, why was that made? And then fucking fix it. Right. But no, man, it's none of that. No. It's just... It's making excuses. Making excuses. It's like talking to a seven-year-old and it's like, hey, don't do that. And they're like, but this is why I did it. And it's like, look, man, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter why you did that. Like, that behavior is not okay. Like, it's not going to lead you in a positive direction. And whatever reason you had in your head for why you were doing it on some level doesn't matter because you have to change your actions regardless of whatever reason you had in your head for why you're acting this way. It's no different, man. It's like you realize raising kids, like this is the problem. Like we have a bunch of giant children running Mm -hmm. around who've never been forced to have to deal with reality and 
you know, just like I said, personal responsibility and, and how to deal with the world in a way that you're not just looking to place blame and make excuses for why you're acting a certain way, but to fucking find answers for how to move forward from where you're at. And yeah, like you said, this is a participation trophy. Because why would you do that if you get a trophy no matter what? Like exactly. what, what is your motivation? What's your incentive to work hard? Yeah, why would you try to get better? Why would you analyze what you do, what you need to get better at, and then how to do it? Like why would you do that? Why? Where's your motivation? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, man. And we fucking psychologically uh, castrated our fucking generation. Yep. Is what we've done. Boy, that that's where I see a lot of our problems coming from. Just our society as a whole, man. It's just, yeah, the people are losing their incentive. You know, and that's the big debate in you know Congress and shit right now. They're trying to because that extra six hundred dollars per unemployment check is coming to an end this week. Yeah, and so so people are actually going to not make more money yeah. work not working than they were working. And they, you know, like the Republican side of the house is saying that, like, hey, we are incentivizing people not to return to the workforce. This is not good. Yeah, right. Like we, we have to, he's like, we agree people need help. You know, I think some of them are proposing a plan like, okay, we need to take like 70% of what you were making, blah, blah, blah. They're trying to put caps on it because it's, we can't de-incentivize people to return to work. Yeah. But then, you know, the other side of the house is like, you know, arguing against that. It's like, fuck, dude. It's, oh, you, you it's, don't like, you just want to see people struggle. Exactly. Struggle. We can't be greedy. You're just trying to, you know, I mean, the, the, yeah. the problem is is it's hypocritical because if it's on one, like those people who are saying don't bail out the individual are the ones saying bail out the bail companies out. and banks. Exactly. And when the, when the fucking roles are reversed, you know, that's what happens. It's mm-hmm. like they want to bail out the banks and they're saying, no, don't do it. And, you know, the Democrats are like, you know, fucking evil Republicans doing mm-hmm. this. And then, you know, they just, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's such a shit show. It's fucking such a shit show, man. I don't know, man. I've, I've been thinking about this. Like, I don't. I don't know where it goes. I don't know where it goes. I, I feel like we've reached a point where it's going to implode on itself. Yep. On some level, like it has to. Like the government can't continue on the. This isn't sustainable. Mm. The way that it's spending money, and we can't continue on this fucking road of just divisiveness and 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 hatred towards everybody who doesn't see things exactly the way that we do. So. It, like if, if there's gonna be a course correction, mm-hmm. and I, I I have faith in that, right? Like but eventually, what, is that, what is that gonna look like? Right? Yeah, right. that's not gonna. Is it gonna be relatively, uh, you know, enlightening and, and good, or is it gonna be like really tough and and res- people resisting uh, what's gonna have to happen? But it's uh, yeah, it, we, it's not sustainable, mm-hmm. right? If you look at hey, like you said, those secondary and tertiary, I like that word. It's a big Effects, word. Man. I like to break that out once yeah, in a while. Yeah, it's a good one. Makes me sound smart. Yeah. Don't ask me to spell it. I probably could not spell it properly. T-E-R-T-I-A-R-Y. It would take me a couple tries. Yeah. But anyways. Yeah, anyways. Um. So, but there you go. Fucking. It's a weird time, man. That's why we just need to shut up and go practice our fucking arm bars. I know. I'm looking forward to training today. Trying to shut down. You know, that's where it gets, you know. They can't do. I got... You know, they shut the gyms back down in California. Yep. And I can see that happening here again, man. Because they, they've already... He's starting to hit in that direction. Yep, it's already starting to backpedal. Yep. And, you know, they're starting to... You know, they put that big mandatory mask mandate everywhere. You know, statewide, our governor did. Yep. You know, he shut down alcohol sales after 10 p.m. 
You know, so it's you know, it's like they're trying to move back to that stage one, but they don't want to just go back to it. Yeah. What's gonna happen? You know. What I, mean? I know. Yeah. Yeah. We just freaking. I actually took the signs down out of the windows, and we just keep the curtains closed, and it's like the mandatory you know, mask mandate. Yeah. Is that, is that a coward? Do they say you have to have that sign up? Is that? Uh, no. Right? I, well, that's the thing. Like we're not. We're just pretending we're not there. Right. And so, like, we took our signs down. I right, but, that's down. It. but is that a requirement that you have to have that sign up? If you, I know. I just, I didn't know if it I was. I have any idea, dude. All I know is people show up there to train. I tell them to go away, and they won't go away, so I show them a few things. You know, it's funny that, so I went to uh, the gun, one of the gun stores here in town to buy some ammo yesterday. Yeah. And uh, they had to sign, they had their obligatory, uh, mandatory mask mandate on their front door. Yeah. But then right underneath that, they had put their own sign that said, but we are not enforcing this policy. <laughs> That's funny, man. I think we went into uh, what's it, the the military surplus store over mm-hmm. there by Mesa Fitness, Tom's or whatever. Is there one over there now? Oh yeah. Is there? Oh yeah. Kind of over by Walmart and that and then it's it's do you know where Monumental Beer Works is? Yeah. It's right there. Oh it's oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yep, I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. That place, I'll guarantee you, is a mask-free zone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that dude's a character, man. Is he? Oh, I love places like Survive, that. Total, like, uh, stereotypical survivalist type dude, fucking dude. Dude, he's just an old, yeah, just an old fucking military surplus store owner. Yep. You know, I can picture survival, that perfectly. Survivalist, probably ex-military, just, you know, yeah, does not I was hoping, is he wearing, okay, in my head, is he wearing a leather vest that has like a Vietnam vet patch on there. No, no. He's just no? got camo, like, you know, pants and... and he does have camo on, on though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm sure there's a I'd gun be or two behind I'd, the desk. Oh, guaranteed. Fucking A. Oh, he's got a boot knife. Yeah. He's got a couple guns on yeah. him. He's got Dude, one behind the desk. He's got a, uh, he's got a Confederate flag <laughs> up that says, not coming down. Like, it's got a fucking, like, yeah, it's a flag with that on it. Like, it's part of the... The, the banner material. Interesting. So, yeah. Yeah. Those fellas are out there still. Oh, yeah. They're, they're out there. They're not. Yeah. Anyways, I love that shit. Those guys fucking crack me up. Uh-huh. And I'm, I'm glad they're out there. Like, we need those motherfuckers. They're like, I don't care what the government says. I'm going to do my thing. Fuck you. And that's it. Mm-hmm. And so, it's like, yeah. So, anyways. Old Tom. Speaking of that, have you... Have you made any more progress on your gun purchase? So oh, no. So we can go shoot some trap? No. No? <laughs> I got it now. I, it's, uh, I got to put it on my list. Gotcha. It's still in the back of my head there. I just got to... We had it pulled up. I was going to order it. We found it, I think, at Sportsman's. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we were just going to order it. That's the move. Just order it and have it and do the in, in-store pickup. Yeah. And you still got to obviously show up and do, do your background check, check and all that and good stuff. stuff. Yeah. But at least you don't have to... Go through the rigmarole of them trying to sell you shit, yep. things you don't need. Just say, hey, I'm here to pick up an order for such and such. Yeah. Here's my license. Yeah. No, got to get that. Uh, get need that to, so we can still. go do some more shooting. I know, man. I want to go shoot some more. That, that was, was fun. fun. I had my, So I had my big first trap shooting uh, competition last weekend. Yeah. Your tournament, right? Yeah. How'd that work? So, it's, you... so, it's, uh, so we went on Saturday. They, it was a two-day thing. We only did Saturday. And Saturday, the, the easiest way to explain this uh, in jiu-jitsu terms... It was Saturday. It was kind of like a fight to win tournament, and so it's just it's more like loose, fun, good competition. And then Sunday was like the IBJJF. IBJJF. It was that was on Sunday was a ATA, which is the amateur 
Trap Shooting of America or some shit. Amateur Trap Shooting Association registered event. You have to be part of their club. You, you got to buy your yearly membership, and they register all your targets. And, you know, it's a little more serious. Yeah. Um, so we didn't opt for that one yet just because I got to get a little bit better. Um, so it was good. So, yeah, you shoot 100, 100 times. What you do is you shoot from one station, you know, one trap house. You shoot 25 times from your 16-yard line. Yeah. Then you go to the, a different trap house. You shoot 25 times from that 16-yard line. And then you move back and you shoot from your handicap. My handicap's at the 20-yard line because I fucking suck. That's the lowest handicap you can go. Like, 16-yard line's the very first one, and your next handicap back is 20. Oh. And how they uh, they figure your handicap, they take your average plus two. So, you know, if you're the furthest one back is 27-yard line. So if, you, if you're averaging 25 birds around, which if that's your average, you're pretty fucking you're good. You're pretty pretty good. You're pretty fucking good. Uh, you, you, you'll shoot at 27, so... Yeah. So I did. My goal going in is I wanted to get a hundred or eighty out of a hundred. Yeah, which really, I would have been really happy with that. I ended up with seventy one. I kind of choked a couple times. I got mm. my got in my head and choked. Oh uh, yeah. But not for my first time out, man. Good, I, man. I'm a, I've only been shooting trap organized trap since May. You know. Right. Yeah. So I got a lot of learning to do. Every every time I go out, I feel like I make a little bit of pro- progress. Like good. I've been. I I got a, an instructional book at home. I've been reading. Nice. You know, and I've taken some, taken some lessons. Or did you get the book? Look it up online. Or yeah, eBay. yeah. I did some research on like some forum, mm-hmm. you know, and then uh, a lot of people suggest this. Is, it's an older book. I mean, I think I think this thing was put out in probably like seventies or eighties or some shit. It's a little bit older, you can tell. Um, and uh, but there's a lot of suggestions. Like this is a good book. There's a lot of not a lot of fluff. It's just kind of to the point. Yeah. And so I found a used copy on eBay for like you know ten bucks or some shit. So. It's been helpful, man. There's, there's been, you know, some good, you know, tips in there. Yeah. And it's, it's been really beneficial, too, because I'm learning to be a better learner, you know, through all my years of jiu-jitsu, you know, for being friends with you. You know, I've learned to be a better learner just, you know, watching and listening to you and shit. Because you, you got this annoyingly good habit of, like, <laughs> learning shit, you know. <laughs> and so I've picked out some things for there. So that's helped with this, you nice. know, going into this hobby. Yeah. So yeah. It's fun, though, man. I'm looking for... Looking forward to the next, like, it's fun to go out and practice, but there's something about, it means a little more something when you say we're competing. Yeah. You know, it's, there's a little more. Just that little extra psychological Yeah, exactly. Thing. It makes it even a little more fun. Yeah. yeah like, oh, okay. Today yeah. means something. Let's go, let's go uh, hit him. Yeah. And then I had, then I had a league on Tuesday night. I didn't do too bad. I got, getting my average, I shot 20 and 20. On league nights, you only shoot two rounds. You know, you shoot from your 16 yard line and then your handicap. Yeah. And your whole team has the same handicap. And so I got 20 and 20 again. So I'm fairly consistent in that 20 ballpark. Nice, man. That's the first step towards yeah. moving to the next average and higher. Yeah. I would think. I, don't I know. would say fuck. Yeah, I would yeah. say logically. <laughs> that makes sense. No, man. That's sweet. That's uh, it's fun. That's cool. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. And old Angela won her division. Yeah, she was the only one in the women's division. So she... <laughs> She wants some weird little like sign and some. I saw knife. the sign said like whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Except, except for bears. Except for bears. The bears will kill bears you. Bears will kill you. It's <laughs> hilarious. What sign. is that? I don't know. <laughs> it's very fitting for the strap club though. Like, if you had to say a gift, they would give out because they didn't give out trophy. They gave out this little these awards. Yeah. And it's like oh that makes sense. That makes perfect sense that they would give out a gift like this for sure. Yeah. And then some sort of like decorative knife. 
It's like some sort of it's it's got like a stand and this knife and it's kind of like got bears like a whole bear theme too. Wow. I don't know. Okay. So whoever was buying the the awards for this event apparently liked bears. Bears, the theme for the apparently. awards. Okay. I didn't see any of the other awards, so right. But. Sweet man, sounds like a, a fun experience. It was a good experience. Yeah, I gotta get on my here. I'll put it on my Evernote right now. So buy gun. Buy gun. <laughs> exactly. That's gonna put you in some sort of database. Yes, anything that gets on my list will eventually get done, unless I just erase it. <laughs> I've had a few things that just stood on there for so long, and I'm like, you know what? I think this is a sign. Knowing when to quit is a skill as well. So, but I'm not gonna quit on that. I gotta That's get. A I gun. hope you don't. Nah, don't we'll have fun. Go out shooting. It'll happen. And they got the the new sporting clays course is open in uh, Debec. Okay. So we'll have to go out and do that. That's a golf course with a shotgun. Really? Yeah, man. So you just you go out with your gun and a bunch of ammo, and you can. At, the first time we go out there, I want I want to rent a side by side. You can rent a side by side for twenty five dollars for the day. Yeah. So I don't know because you got to carry a fair amount of ammo with you, and I don't know how much walking would be involved. So the first time out, we'll say hey, let's rent a side by side, and that's and you just drive from station to station. And I, I think you just shoot a couple times at each station. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I, you can probably shoot as much as money as you're willing to spend. Right. Because it's not free to send the targets out there. But, <laughs> so, but yeah, you, and so you got different stations. You know, some of the targets go shooting across the ground, ground like a rabbit. Some of them go shooting up in the air like a bird. So it, it really, sporting clays is meant to really mimic hunting. Huh. So that looks fun. It's supposed to be a really nice course out there. Yeah. It's brand new, so. Interesting. We'll have to go try that. That's a little, yeah. different, a little different than trap shooting. Yeah. So. Huh, I wonder if that's that fucking weed money being put to use. You know, I don't think so. Because is it a private thing or is it Yeah, like, it's a private thing. Okay. I don't know who owns yeah. it. And the weed that's culture different. the weed culture and the shotgun culture don't have a lot of overlap. Well, if it's like a city thing it's or not, a county it's, thing. It, yeah, it's that's why I, yeah, if it's yeah, not no no no, yeah, yeah if it's, it's a private. private thing, then that's a, a different thing. But yeah. Yeah. I mean I just know of Debecks they got a nice new school and do they Fun now? That's weed money. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're, they're, they got some some nice stuff. Yeah, I, I don't know if this area. place they might have had some government grants involved because I know up at the trap club I'm a part of here in Grand Junction, um, the county has donated. You know, there's different signs out and about like, hey, the county donated this trap house or huh. so they. Sure, they got some connections. Yeah. Like, hey, Fred, if I can get your vote, we'll get you a new trap exactly, house. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, probably a few, few uh, connections. Well, you know, it's, it behooves the community for the local government to provide good activities for their citizens. You know, kind of like that Lazy oh, yeah. River. Yeah. You know, so it's... The Lost Colonies the, part there. Which yeah. is weird now. It's all dammed up. So is even like the, the, the like further down the little swimming hole down there like it's that? The, it's not completely dried up. The furthest yeah. like so at the furthest end of it, yeah, to where it kind of pools up before it reconnects to the river. Yeah. That's about the only spot that's deep enough for Frank to swim. Yeah, the rest of it is pretty shallow. Wow. Yeah, that, huh. that's it. It's it's weird, dude. It's it's narrow and real shallow. Dang. So yeah, I'm not sure if they did this time of year because the river sort of slows down this time of year. You know, yeah, getting towards the end of summer. So I don't know if it's kind of required that they have to dam up that lazy river so the water stays in the main part of the river, you know, some sort of Yeah, I think it's got more to do, like, with the safety thing. 
because like you said, like when we did it, it was getting really low, and there were sections that we were barely scooting through. Yeah, and so naturally it would be low anyways. Oh yeah, and so they're just like, okay, this isn't. Yeah, like there's probably areas where they had like just it was probably like almost Rock. impossible yeah. to to get through on a tube. Yeah, you you can't float it right now. There's no. Yeah, way. yeah, yeah. So they probably because they have to stop people. Because people will try, try to it. do it. That's I'm sure. I'm sure there's probably idiots down there today trying to float around that fucking thing. Maybe. I'm sure there is. Yeah. Somebody. Yeah. Um, whatever. People are funny. So. No, people are stupid. Wow. Well, we'll just say that. Some people are stupid. Yeah. A lot of people are stupid. A lot of people are stupid. They could be better. They just need to be told. I've been thinking about that, man. Like, that's a problem. You know, everybody's like, oh, we need relatable fucking heroes. And it's like, no, man, you need fucking people to inspire you to better things. Like, Jocko is not relatable. I don't relate to that motherfucker. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. honestly, can, can, you're like, yeah, 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 on some level, some blah, blah, level. blah. No, 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 no. Like, that dude's inspiring. Right. Like, I can't relate to that dude. I'm looking at him going like, holy shit, dude's up at 4.30 every morning, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, all right, that inspires me to try to, like, do a little bit better with my fucking measly little life here. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, if he was like me, and it's like, oh, you know, I'm just, you know, a normal dude like you, and, you know, I do just 5% better than you, man, you know? It's like, uh, where's where's the inspiration right. from that? And so, yeah. and But those people that inspire, like, those are the intimidating ones. And those are the ones that people like to tear down so like they don't feel bad about themselves and they can just be like, oh, we need everybody to be relatable. It's like, fuck no, man. I don't need relatable people. I need fucking... Inspiring people. Inspiring people, man. Like, yeah, Marcelo Garcia. I can't relate to that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Dude's inspiring, man. It's like, you know, that's, that's what you need. So that's what used to make sports great. Now sports are all politicized. I don't think I can watch it. Anymore. Did I did I hear something like is it the NBA yeah. they're gonna be putting like Black Lives yeah. Matter slogans on the back of their jerseys? Oh, and they got Black Lives Matter on the court. Are you kidding? Yes, on both sides of the court, man. That they're what gonna the be fuck, playing on, man. And the, yeah, and they're able to put social justice messages on the back of their jersey, but they have to be approved by the league. And as some people have pointed out, like you know, you wouldn't be allowed to put like a pro. Uh, police or like a pro Hong Kong, you know, uh, message. It, it has to be within this sphere of, you know, the Black Lives Matter thing. So it's not even really like a true, you know what I mean? It's like, oh yeah, you can put a social justice message on your jersey, but as long as it fits, only, as long with as it fits within want. this context here. Right, yeah. Dude, like people. <clears throat> it's like, man, man, I can't watch that. No. I cannot, I cannot support that fucking league anymore at this point no man like right now people need some escapes from this this shit man and sports provide that for people you can sit down and enjoy and watch it and now that's just inundated with it like fuck man it's like one thing to have it like okay you want to talk about it you want to have things that you do uh to draw attention to it you want to kneel at the anthem whatever it is man but to like have on the jersey and on the court so it's just like there's just there's just no getting away from it and i guess like if some people believe like that's the level it needs to be right like and and that's fine i just i personally disagree i feel like this is again it's it's like the reparations thing it's like you know it's at this point black lives matter it's you know there's the it's like ben shapiro said i mean he put it so eloquently it's like what do you mean by that Mm -hmm. now do you you mean just like yes like black lives matter and and 
you know, and that's it. Like, yes, I agree with that. But if you start saying, well, no, like Black Lives Matter, the, the organization or the political movement or whatever that is, and it's like, man, that's different. Like there's things that they are advocating that are not, uh, I don't agree with. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it gets so, uh, mucked up, mucked up. Yeah. Right. And it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. And man, I saw this thing. This is funny, man. This is like probably the most political fucking episode we've done in a while. But man, I saw this article. It was by Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, mm-hmm. and he he wrote an article for the Guardian, which is like a British, you know, UK paper or, mm-hmm. or you know, news source, whatever. And or maybe I don't know where the Guardian's from. Maybe it's Australia. I forget. Really? Not ours, right? So it uh, his thing is like, what do we do with racist owners, you know, in in sports? And of course, like Dan Snyder's the big thing because they're changing the fucking Redskins name. Yep. And right now they're just going to be the Washington football team. Like until they come up with a new name, mm-hmm. that's what they're going to be. And they're just going to put people's numbers. And you know what's, this is the thing, man. This is what's fucking maddening to me about this. And again, like I have, you know, uh, a little bit of perspective from the, the Native American side. And it's like, is, you, you have, like, I, the name Redskins was bad. Mm-hmm. That was a bad thing. That was offensive, and that was bad. But having using some sort of like Indian or Native American related name and logo helps keep attention on the fact like the Native Americans are part of the history of the country, and they're still here. And it, and it's so easy to forget about them in the first place. And now this move to like try to scrub any reference, any, any sort of Native American name, like the Cleveland Indians, right. the Atlanta Braves, the Kansas City Chiefs, like and there's, dude, to me, there's nothing wrong. Nothing with those wrong names. with those. There's a totally different thing between Redskin and Chief right. or Brave or you know, like totally different, man, totally different. And and so like you know, Washington and and you know, I, I don't blame them, but on some level. I can see a little bit of vindictiveness of like, okay, fine, motherfuckers. We're going to get as far away from any Native American reference and name as we possibly can so that there is no association between us and you guys anymore. And is that good? Like, ultimately, is that going to be good for the Native American population and just like, you know, our our understanding and thoughts of like the history and and, and stuff of this country? I'd say no. Mm -hmm. I'd say no. That that's not good. Like, yes, we need to be respectful and there's a certain way to do it. There's a respectful way to do it. And Washington Redskins was not the way to do that. But to like point to this one racist example and then say, we got to fucking scrub everything, everything is like, man, that's, that's not good. We're going to cause cultural damage actually with this insane fucking march towards anti whatever. And it's fucking, yeah. But anyway, so Kareem's got the, you know, Dan Snyder's like the the centerpiece of this thing. But I guess there was like this WNBA co-owner or something. And she said something about like, yeah, basically like what we've been saying, like Black Lives Matter. Yeah, but it's more than that. There's a political organization and they stand for this and they stand for this and they stand for this. And like, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is like, basically like, you know, doesn't she know that it's not a political organization, that it's a you know, an association of groups under this banner. It's like, no, 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 no. There is a political organization, Black Lives Matter, and they have a manifesto. 
And one of the things is it in it is about like uh, like abolishing or dissembling whatever like the nuclear family. And that was one of the things that like this lady mentioned, like you know that it specifically she she was mentioning some specific things that she disagreed with in the manifesto or whatever from the the Black Lives Matter political movement. And then Kareem Abdul-Jabbar sitting here either through ignorance or like purposeful, just willful, willful, you know, like, well, I guess the ends justify the means because I believe like she's drawing attention away. And so I got to draw it back. And so I got to attack her and, and basically say, you know, and he even said like, you know, the nu- where does she get these things? The nuclear family. This is, where would she say these things? She needs to be removed as a, as an owner. And it's like, but no, no, no like, that's, 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 that fucking, I was like, are you kidding me? He, this is in a, a, a relatively large news source. Like, how is that not like fact checked? You, you know what I mean? Like, and, and hey, Kareem, you know what there actually is an organization. And they actually did say they want to abolish the nuclear family. So, you know, we can't run this because mm-hmm. this is a fucking lie. But it's like, no, if it fit in with some agenda thing and it was like, yeah, I don't even know how I got on. Uh, just the NBA, yeah, mm-hmm. and, and where they're going with this. And it's like, they're just, it's a fucking weird witch hunt. And they're just willing to bend reality and, you know, not acknowledge what's actually going on on some level in this, like, mad dash to try to, you know, capitalize on this momentum. And, man, they're fucking doing some damage in the process. Yeah, there's a lot of casualties of war. You know, basically, like, innocent civilian casualties, so to speak. Yeah. Because, like you said, it is a witch hunt. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of them just keep moving. They just keep moving the goalpost. They don't even know quite who they're hunting for or why. They just got this momentum and this anger. Yeah. And they're just out there swinging. It's like, man, if you do anything that's not, you know, we got to say, did you kneel for the anthem or did you not? And, like, it's like, dude, sports used to be, I don't know, like, you know, there are moments in sports where athletes use their platform to draw attention to a political movement. And I, I do believe that those moments are important. Right. But I think that there's a difference between that and like the league adopting an official stance towards a movement and taking measures for that movement to be like in the face of fans at all times. And so you either have to accept it. And if you don't, then it's like, you're you're racist and you're part of the problem. And and it's like, man, this is, that's such a... It's taking it too far. That's a shitty thing to do to people. It is, man. It It is. It really is. And it's unfortunate. Yeah. It's because it's it's turning sports into something. Sports should be bringing us together. Yeah. I mean, there's little rivals in the sport, but that's healthy. Like, oh, you know, I'm a fan of this team, you're a fan of this team, whatever, you know. But do sports bring us together as a country? And then now with this happening, that's going to drive us further apart. Yeah, yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna turn sports into just an everyday, in your face political battlefield, it's gonna turn somebody's people off. You guys are fucking Fox News now. You guys are CNN and Fox News at this point. You've got your agenda. You're shoving it down people's throats, and if they disagree, then they got to change the channel. That's basically the stance that you're taking. And it's yeah, like what the fuck, man? We need something better than that so it's frustrating man it's, it's, frustrating. it's really i you know i go through i have some days where i think a lot about all this shit and i get really frustrated and some days i can just tune it out and think yeah. about just whatever my life and different things but man it's we've been good about not talking about this shit but dude it's frustrating and sometimes you just you can't avoid it yeah if you if you are paying attention to anything like it just gets rammed down your throat yeah 
Yeah, and, just, and, and like you said, there's no, there's no like, hey, this is what we're working towards, or this is where, you know, the goalpost is, and with any of it, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, you even got them like, even if we get a fucking vaccine for COVID, they're like, oh, if it's not effective enough, then blah blah blah, and it's like, yeah, I don't. It's such a, uh, a shitty time, to own a business. I can't even imagine like what would be your your motivation to try to open a business or start any sort of business in, in, in any point in the near future. Yep. It's like, this is crazy, man. It's the, the government can just come and shut you down. People can come and fucking burn your shit down and they won't do anything about it. It's like, what the fuck is going on, man? It's, it's totally backwards. So it's like, they're supposed to be not getting in our way and protecting us from, you know, my right to life, liberty and happiness, which includes not destroying my fucking property, man. Like, that's just a basic function of the government, I thought. So, apparently not. Apparently not. Apparently not. That's when, uh, yeah. So, then we got fucking Biden coming into office. I'm still sticking with my I think Kanye, Kanye West might win. You think Kanye? <laughs> dude, it would not surprise me. Man, I is, would, he, is he legitimately so. running? Is I, he? Dude, no one knows. He's being like Conor McGregor. Yeah. He you can never tell what that fucking dude's doing, man. He's like... So mentally imbalanced. Doing it just enough to make you think, like, is he really coming in? Or But I think he's just... I think he's doing the Conor McGregor. He's got the attention. Like, he wants the attention for being a presidential candidate. He doesn't actually want to be a presidential candidate. And it's like, yeah. Some level, it's kind of what you get... The feeling from old Connor, man. It's like he likes the feeling, he likes the attention of being that guy, but it's hard to be that guy, it's hard man. To be that he, guy. I don't, yeah, he, it's really tough for him to be that guy anymore. He just, you know, dude, fucking time passes, mm-hmm. people catch up, like especially in MMA, man. It's hard, like, like dude, Anderson Silva, like he's one of the few people that, like, he was, he stayed like so fucking good for so long. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, that's why he's got the record for the most mm-hmm. title defense. I guess Mighty Mouse Johnson does. Which is interesting. No one ever really thinks about that, dude. Because it's the the smaller weight classes just don't I get know. the love. Yeah, and it's that it sucks because they were good and they so were fucking good. entertaining. So technical. Yeah, and like little explosive dudes. Like uh, was it John Dobbs? Yeah. You know another one of those little guys, and they're just like, like wow, like they just they, they explode like a fucking jumping spider. Yeah. It's like whoa, and, but uh, yeah, they just didn't get the didn't get the push or the play. But so I don't mean to discount uh, him when I'm talking about it. But yeah, at those higher weight classes, it's so fucking hard to have consistent, sustained success for any period of time. And uh, that's what makes like Anderson so unique, man. That dude is such a fucking weirdo. Like he, you know, it's, uh, like, and that's probably why he was able to stay on top. It's like, you know, just his took, mindset. Yeah, it took people a while to figure him out. And, oh, yeah. yeah and yeah. then it's funny, just like the the whole... Uh, I got the guy's name, but the four minute mile thing, you know what I mean? Like, it's so unattainable, you know, so beating him was so unattainable when they once somebody beat him or yeah. landed a couple good shots yeah. on him, they're like, oh. Yeah. Then yeah. it just changes the mindset of all the people chasing him. Like, oh, he can be hit. He right. can be beaten. Yeah. So now he doesn't seem unattainable and just knocking me out. And now I have hope. Dude, just so like we talked about before. Man. Yeah. The, the, you know, it's like, oh, there is hope. So now I can try harder and be successful. Yeah. When you see it, when he just seems magical and he's just knocking everybody the fuck out. Yeah. Like, oh. And every story is like every opponent in his face has been knocked out. It's yeah. a little different. Yeah. And, uh, and you can do it, buddy. You can do it. Yeah. Last guy got him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But, uh, shoot. Anyway, sorry for all the politics, everybody. Yeah. 
Fuck, man. It's part of the whatever. It's our, it's our podcast. I've had to get some of it <clears throat> off our chest. So, yeah, we've got a few more minutes here. Go get something to eat. I'm trying to see if I had anything on Looking that. forward to training today. Yeah, I'm going to be working some, uh, some of my turtle guard Turtle guard, stuff. huh? Stuff, yeah. Yeah, it's been, uh, it's one of those interesting positions, man. It takes a while to really figure out, and but I'm starting to figure it out, and turtle is better than side control. I mean, would you agree? When Yeah, it's better than uh, getting smashed in side control. Yeah. You definitely have some more options. Yeah. 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 I mean, trying to get out of side control is really hard. And when someone doesn't want to let you out, if they're content just to cross face and or smash you there. It's really good, man. Yeah, it's, like, someone who's got, like, they just, yeah, someone who's better than you. Or even someone who's, like, I'll run into it. You know, neither one of us is very big guys, but I'll let some 180-pound fucking blue belt get on side control. Yeah. And if he's not real willing to move, he can hold me there for a while. It's hard, man. You know, if he's strong and you've got decent base, yeah. like, it's a struggle. So yeah, so turtle is definitely. I mean, that's what I found. Like my getting out of side control at a certain point, it's easier for me to get to turtle and then try to either recover guard or you know get a roll. Which thanks to Trey and his fucking crucifix, man, I'm like I'm I'm pretty good at that roll, man. Mm-hmm. Like I know to get my hips down and I'm basically running away from Trey, mm-hmm. chasing my fucking arm, and and it uh, it trains you real good for that that uh, that roll. But the odds of me getting that are way better than like recovering guard or whatever from side control. It, it, you know, in in a lot in some instances. So, yeah, the uh, been having some luck yeah. with that. And it's just like, man, sometimes it's just like, fuck, I just need to get to my knees, get the turtle, and start working from there. But it is, it's tough because when you're white belt or blue belt and you don't know what the fuck's going on there, it's easy to go there and just hang out. And not doing it. Yeah, it's not a hangout position. Yeah, yeah, and that's the hard thing, man. It feels it's better than getting smashed. So everyone's telling me, like, dude, don't hang out there. And you're sitting here, like, dude, whatever. This ain't. And then usually to get there, if you're coming from a like bottom side control, so you had to exert yourself. (laughs) Yes. So you get there, and then oh, okay, I can relax for a second. Yeah, I can can breathe, catch your breath. Yeah. Yeah. So it is. It's a double edged sword, and then you train yourself. Okay, don't go there, and. But you got to go there to get used to it, to get orientated, because it's a different orientation and yeah. knowing, okay, what if they're here, where do I go? If they're here, where do I go? And it's, it's uh, you, you, you got to, you know, figure that out. It doesn't come naturally, and so uh, yeah, and it's been something I've been working on. I was watching some of that Eduardo Tellis Turtle Guard, Turtle Guard revisited stuff before he got over here, just looking at nice. some of the things I wanted to, to drill, but. Uh, yeah, so looking forward to Sweet. drilling too. Finally got something to drill instead of walking in there. We were such a bad habit, man, because we didn't do it for so long. Yeah, even today, I'm going in. It's like, man, maybe we, I wish. I hope we just rolled today. <laughs> I think like two, three rounds of drilling. It's perfect. perfect, 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 man. Yeah, I have three rounds each. Yep. So that's a half hour. Yep. Roughly. Yep. You know, right at that point, I'm starting to get a little itchy. Boom, and then boom, start, yep. training. start training. I think that, for me, that's that's good. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's about spot on. The five six rounds was just that's it's, that's it's, what we were mentally. I mean, we can we, we've with. we've done it and we can do it. There's value to it, man. But there is, but I I like I like that. Yep. I mean, hopefully, we stick with that. I think so. I'm we don't keep pushing for he's it. He's never wanted the drill class, yeah. man. He's always wanted he just to comes roll. in and talks shit. Yeah, so he's all for us drill. I mean, yeah. I think 
you know, over the years, he's come around. Like, he sees the value of it. For students and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah. he sees there's enough white belts in there. And him and Nadia work with people. So, he sees the value in it. But, yeah, no. It is in his heart of hearts, man. He just wants to fucking come in there and roll. Like, that's that's why he shows up is to smash people and make them feel bad about their jiu-jitsu. Mm-hmm. So, at least that's what he does to me. That's what he does to me. <laughs> that's what he does to me. Yeah, man. Well, sweet. I guess uh, let's leave it on that note. We'll leave it on a fucking jiu-jitsu note. Yeah, ran it for over an hour and 55 minutes of that was political nonsense. From Two dudes who don't even know what the fuck's going on. Anyways. zero idea what the fuck's going on. It's Just right. uneducated opinions. From some, like in a weird way though, it makes me feel better to talk about it. Just like, to just vocalize some of the thoughts and then like, you know, hear your thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. Like, like yeah, yeah it, it, is it going to matter? Are we going to be able to change things in the grand scheme of things? Like, oh, most no. likely not. But it still feels better cathartic yeah exactly that's that's what we need man whatever kind of need things to make us feel good and connected rather than fucking angry and disconnected so that's how i live a lot of my life is angry and disconnected (laughs) Disconnected. (laughs) (laughs) that's the that is the title of this week's episode right here there you go man angry and disconnected buddy all right cool so we'll leave it at that all right see you okay see ya Thank you for listening to the Grumpy Guy BJJ Podcast. Thank you all for listening. You can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Please make sure to subscribe and leave us a review. It really does help and will allow us to keep putting out episodes. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas, hit us up at grumpyguybjj at gmail.com. Also, go to our website, grumpyguybjj.com, and get signed up for podcast updates and get our free BJJ Improvement Starter Kit. That's it for now, so get on the mat, train hard, and talk to you all next week. Consequences, but what you do to me, demon.